Soul Live love and greetings from my heart to yours. I'm Rain Ma. This is a Sojourner's Truth podcast. I come to you humbly, not to tell you what to do on your journey. I am here simply to share some of what I've learned on my own soul journey. I'm returning to my roots as a storyteller. I speak to, for, and from the one that I am. Welcome home. Descending to the womb of the world. The crone stood at the edge of the woods on our land. As twilight poured over into darkness, she was wearing a black robe and a somber countenance. Her staff was made of bone and the knowing held in the bones. I felt fear creep into me. She beckoned me, turned round, and began walking deeper into the woods. I followed her. At a clearing in the woods, a round hole had been dug out. I instantly knew this hole was created to receive bones. It was a grave of sorts. I looked around for the bones to place in it. I could see them in my cosmic eye, but I could not find them. I then realized the bones that were being asked for were within me. I did not want to get into that grave, not one bit. I felt very afraid. The crone said nothing. I breathed a deep sigh, letting go into the death breath and climbed into the hole. As I tucked myself into the dark inner curve of the earth, she devoured me with great force in a devastating inward suck of breath. And down, down, down I went. I was traveling at great speed within great tree roots, traveling them like inner tubes A dense, rich darkness surrounded me and engulfed me as I descended. I was not afraid anymore. The journey was rapid and full of orgasmic release. The further I descended, the more a vast cloak of primordial silence enveloped me. This deep stillness and silence had a distinct texture like the velvet lining of the womb. Traveling through a luxurious darkness, loamy with fertility and potential, I finally slid down into a small cave at the center of the earth. The crone sat quietly. Her manner had softened and she tended to a fire in the center with gentle movements. She didn't look up at me, but there was an unspoken bond between us. 
I gathered myself and sat beside the fire. It was not a huge, dramatic fire. It was small and steady. The flames were full of glowing warmth and comfort. It was a fire you could come close to, right to the edge, without fear of being burned or hurt. The crone and I sat together in silence, looking into the gentle flames. The atmosphere was undulating with warm waves of love. It was very relaxing, very simple, very homely. Just being there with the fire, occasionally throwing on a stick, intending to any stray sparks. Patterns of light danced on the cave walls. Without warning, I could distinctly feel the entire weight of Earth and all her people pressing down on us as we huddled in the small cave. It was immense, like the feeling of looking into the sky at night, into the infinite universe, except this infinity was now heavy with soil and bones and stories weighing in on us. The walls of the cave had taken on the circumference of the earth. And I knew I could access anywhere in the world from this small space. Instinctively, my awareness went to the valley beneath Momtur, Mother Mountain, where my father's body was buried, not yet 13 moons within the ground. The crow nodded. I could distinctly feel we were underneath his grave. Without warning, the crone sucked in with deep inhalation and pulled his body and bones through the bottom of the grave, down through the substructure of earth and into the heart of the fire. Silently, we watched the flames flicker higher for a while, then die back down. I now noticed on a bench at the edge of the cave, lying on it was the bloated, flaccid corpse of my mother, eyes staring like glass. As she was still alive, somewhere out there, up on Earth's surface, this corpse represented my inheritance of loss, all the pain and suffering that had passed down the maternal line into my bones. The crone huffed now, looking determined as she struggled to drag this bloated collection of thought forms and feelings to the edge of the fire. With a great push, she hoisted it into the flames as I looked on, somewhat disturbed and speechless. We watched the flames gently do their work, flickering with tenderness and care. I felt like an orphan, a cosmic orphan. The sensation of loss hit me in my stomach. I felt alone and little. All my safety was turned into ashes in the fire. Nothing was left. Sitting with this feeling, watching the fire, the silence kept us company. 
As I stretched out into the arms of this silence, it whispered into my ear, reminding me our earth parents are temporal, that our true parent is eternal and everywhere. I accepted the wisdom of the silence and the sadness and freedom it spoke of. Some time went by, measured only by the dimensions of infinite darkness. Then the crone spoke without looking up, still gazing into the fire. This is the center. This is the spark from which all your true creations are birthed. Tend this fire, always. Never forget this fire. Birth everything from this place. Dazzled by the web of infinite pregnant potentials, I suddenly found myself back in bed. The crone was gone. The dark night was breathing out stars.
मैं 